Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I will be your host. In this episode, we tackle the Oregon Trail with Cody Schof. Do we survive or do we die of malaria? Listen to find out. All right. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. Thank you. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, who you are, where you're from, that type of stuff, and then we'll get into the questions. Yeah, I'm Cody Schof. I own and operate Gorgeous Auto Detail uh, out in Hood River, Oregon, uh, 60 miles east of Portland, up the Columbia River Gorge. Nice. Uh, it's the windsurfing capital of the world. We've got skiing and outdoor activities and mountain biking and you can do everything within 30 minutes of each other that's awesome uh, yeah it's a beautiful place to live very tourist trap <laughs> yeah i trust me i know that <laughs> i think i'm in the tourist trap capital of the world um all right so jump into it man first question you kind of know what it is give us the the how where when why did you start detailing yeah, so I started with uh, collision repair back in 2006, okay. six or seven, somewhere in there, and doing body work, chased a girl down to California and worked at a body shop down there, and we split part ways, and I ended up moving back up here to Hood River and did a couple things in between, worked at another body shop, and oh, shoot, lost <laughs> there. Um, worked at a body shop up here again. And then got out of doing that. I was tired of it, tired of being dirty and hot all the time. And right. ended up being a supervisor at a glass manufacturing company that's here in town. Did that for a while and was detailing on the side just because there was a need for it. And right. people, want, people wanted it done. Uh, my wife decided to, that she was going to back me on whatever I wanted to do and said start a business and i did and here i am nice run running it it's been fun i love it nice so you said you were detailing part-time on the side so how did you actually get into detailing was that through learning it at the body shop or yeah so when i was at the body shop in california i ended up having to float over and help detail when the detailer kid was gone and i just fell in love with that aspect of it you know right. and just got oh man this thing is terrible uh sorry there but got got right. tired of it you know and, and started liking the detailing aspect and did all that and and that's the way it goes nice nice um okay so we kind of talked about this a little bit last night but this would have been SEMA week and last year we were actually supposed to hook up but SEMA said no way can't do yeah. it. I went early. You went late. Um, how did you like SEMA? Was that was that your first SEMA or have you gone before? No, that was my first one. Uh, definitely was one of the things on my bucket list to do and get out of the way. And I had a blast. Uh, my feet didn't. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of walking. Yeah, uh, but meeting everybody and seeing what everybody does and making the connections down there. It was totally worth it. I wish we right. could have gone this year, but with COVID and everything. I'm glad that they didn't do it. 
but yeah, there's always next year. Right. Exactly. Um, what was, what was your favorite thing about SEMA being that it was your first time? Uh, the size, I think yeah. that was my favorite. I mean, that it was so big and so many things to do and you can't fit it all in. You need right. more than the, the four days to walk around. I, I got and, lost a couple of times. Yeah. I kept ending up in the same spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, I mean that, that, and, and the connections that you make and all yeah. the people that you meet. I mean, it, it it's a blast. I, it, I recommend everybody to try it at least once. Did it meet or, or fail your expectations of SEMA? Um, it depends. Uh, like the aspect of what it is, you know, it's, it's a huge show. Yeah. Uh, it, it exceeded what I thought it was going to be there. Um, but like you go out and look at some of those builds and yeah. they call them SEMA welds, you know, <laughs> you finally get, you finally get to look at it. And then it, it kind of like breaks your heart a little bit that some of these things are there and they're that quality, you know? Right. I mean, but I mean, it's spectacular what people are doing. Right. No, no, definitely. I think, I think the ones that are putting the time into it were, were fantastic builds, but I did see a lot of them that look like they were just, ran out of time and thrown together um, yeah kind of deal um yeah um so being that we don't have SEMA um and of course that's where all new fun stuff comes out what are you looking forward to this year product wise that technically would be launching now I know some of the companies are throwing some stuff up like I know CarPro all this week um, threw up all their new stuff. Um, but I know a lot of other, uh, companies are kind of teasing it, but haven't really dropped anything yet. I think they're going to kind of wait until they're actually ready to drop it versus showing it off early, like they would with SEMA. But is there anything that you know that's coming out or heard that's coming out or kind of seen that's coming out that you're, that you're excited about? Um, no, no I mean, I've had such a busy, up and down past couple months that I, it hasn't really been in my head to to pay attention to what what's coming out and what was gonna be there and whatnot. Right. Um, so I've just I, I slacked on my part as the consumer on on looking into everything. Uh, I mean, knowing that we weren't gonna be able to go, it kind of just sat in the back of my head, and I just forgot about whatever anybody was gonna be putting out, and just kept my nose to the ground and and working, you know. Yeah, I mean, I know I heard there's supposed to be some pretty good things coming out this year, but it, again, it doesn't seem like, it, you know, like I said, other than the stuff I've seen from CarPro, um, you know, I haven't really seen anybody else throwing anything out just yet. Um, I know apparently uh, IGL, um, your banner behind you is, um, I know they've got a bunch of fun stuff getting ready to come out. So I'm kind of curious about that, see what they're going to drop um i don't know if there's any new fun tools that are going to come out so yeah i mean i was i was hoping to look at flex because i've been hearing a lot of great things about flex and you know i've got a couple rupes machines and my old dewalt rotary and i've got a guy who's working for me part-time and he's bought a few other off-brand machines that he's been liking but from what I've heard about Flex, I wanted to get into their booth and try what they have and, and yeah. check those out. 
It's definitely a different machine. Um, I mean, I've tried the 3401. Um, it's just not for me. I, I don't like the forced rotation. Um, it, it's it's a it's a fighting machine. I think. I mean, like you got to really kind of love it, I guess. I think because I know I have a bunch of friends that that love them. That's all they use. But the 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 one time that I used it, and I used one for like two weeks. Uh, one of my Rupes machines was down, and one of my buddies lent me his thirty four hundred one. And I'll tell you what, man. Every day I went home, I felt like I had just gone a few rounds in the ring, man. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Just that because of the force rotation, yeah just because of the force rotation you know i mean like it's really smooth when you're moving it one way but you're kind of fighting it coming back the other way um and and by like day two or three i was able to kind of figure out different like ways of holding it to where it wasn't as bad mm -hmm. um but yeah it was uh it's not a machine for me i'll say that <laughs> Um, nothing against them. I, I think they're, I think they're good machines. I, I used, uh, one of my buddies, um, the, the flex rotary. Um, and honestly, I, I, I hadn't used a rotary since kind of old school, you know, Milwaukee, Makita, um, DeWalt, the big heavy monsters or whatever. Right. And I was really, really surprised at how easy it was to use that, that flex rotary. I mean, it was so light, so smooth um so I'll, I'll give it their rotaries are, are pretty nice um yep, i think i lost you oh did you yeah, oh you're, you're back okay um <laughs> that's okay it keeps recording um but yeah you know so i, I just uh i'm a rupez guy it's just easier for me yeah as soon as i got my first one i fell in love and yeah you know some of the other ones just sit in the toolbox and collect dust yeah yeah. they're there for a backup now well you know and i have i have um i have all the backups in fact i'm using my backup right now my mark two my mark two broke so it's it's at the shop getting fixed um so i'm using my es now um and then i've got the mark three as the backup to the backup i don't really like the mark three too much um, that's what i that's what i'm using right now uh, i don't have any issues with it you know it's light enough and yeah. I get the good quality out of it. And right. I mean, I, I've used it a ton, so yeah. I, it's just, it's like second nature, you know, pick it up and just go to town. Right. Well, to me, the, the thing I didn't, the thing I don't really like about it is um, it was kind of the same thing as the melee. I didn't like about the melee. Um, I, I don't like the, um, the progressive trigger. Um, okay. I don't know. I guess I'm just used to the, to the other ones. And then I didn't like that they made the speed dial bigger um, because for me, when I grip, I grip a little bit higher on the handle versus kind of lower. So that little, like the little arch here, right. when I grip it, um, tends to bump the dial either higher or lower, faster or slower kind of deal because it's, it's an easier turning dial too. Um, I mean, other than that, it's still a fantastic machine. I just didn't like those couple of things. So it's not my my go-to. My Mark II is my go-to. Um, that's just been my workhorse for the last four years. And the armature finally wore out on it. And the um, brush holder broke. 
Um, so <laughs> I, luckily, luckily auto magic is close by and he repairs all that stuff. So it's going to be a brand new machine for like 200 bucks, just replacing Perfect. the armature and the, you know, the other electronic stuff in it. Um, well, at least you got somebody close by that can fix it. For me, yeah. I got to, I got to travel like two hours out of the area and oh wow. then yeah and it's just it's a whole day event to drive down to salem and then back up and oh wow wait yeah and, and the, the beauty back part when is, they call me you know the beauty part is automagic comes by my shop uh once a week so i just give it to the guy he takes it and so i don't even have to take it anywhere i just call him and say hey come pick up my machine <laughs> that's perfect yeah it's awesome <laughs> um all right so who are some detailers that you look up to or that have mentored you? Um, so I'll, I'll jump on the fanboy wagon, you know, Bruno, I look up to him for what he's done and, and, and the availability that he has in it. If you have a question, you know, he's, he's right there. He's always going right. to pick up. He'll get back to you honest feedback. Um, and then Grace Scott is another one. You know, that dude is phenomenal. Yeah, doing his police work and then part-time detailing and his TikTok fame that he's got going on and all that. <laughs> um, Noxie, he's another one, um, and he's hilarious, man. And I, I've hit him up like three in the morning my time on Messenger, asked him a question or two, and he's right back to me within you know reasonable time. And yeah, you know, and talking with you, you've you've been one. I look up to, I like watching what you do and well, thank you. you do incredible work, man. Thanks. It's man. impressive. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you're hitting Oxy up at three o'clock in the morning, your time, I think that's a uh, shit in time and I'll, and, and uh, Atlanta for him. Yeah. Uh, I notice he's always, he, we have a, a little group message, me, him, Gray and Bruno to everybody pretty much mentioned. Um, we have a little like chat message um to talk to each other too and everything like that and i'll notice that usually when i'm getting up at 6 6 30 and kind of doing my my morning routine that's when noxy's up chatting so he's usually doing his morning routine um that time in the morning too so you're probably uh you're probably catching him on the commode <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the meeting room yeah, yeah, he's, that's where he's, he's handling all his business before he goes into the for the day. Um, so this question was asked to me last week um, by Austin, and I think I'm going to I, I thought it was such a, a good question. I tweaked it a little bit so so that I'm not solely stealing it, um, but I think I'm going to add it to my my everyday or my every podcast question. So I want to ask you. If you could go back and give yourself advice when you first started your business, what would it be? Like what you know now that you didn't know then, what would you tell yourself? Oh man, that is a good one. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest part would be telling myself that it's okay to tell customers that I am not your detailer. You know, I, I have it all the time and like I want to help everybody out, but there's some jobs out there that it's just not worth it for me and it's not right. worth it for them, you know, my time, their wallet. And, and, you know, out here with being where we're at, where you could be on the mountain skiing and then down 
20 minutes later in the woods, dirt biking. And then 20 minutes after that, you could be on the water. Rigs are filthy. And right. with, with hauling everybody around and like, I, I detail everything, interiors, exteriors, whatever. Right. Uh, interiors get thrashed out here. And there's a lot of them that I don't want to touch. And I had a hard time saying no at the beginning. Um, but there's another detailer in town and they yeah. don't mind taking on that kind of work. And I don't want to do it anymore. It right. hurts my knees. It hurts my back, <laughs> yep. you know, and it's like, yeah, if, if I could have told myself back then to say no, I would have. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you because, you know, one minute I'll be telling the wife, like, I'm not doing interiors anymore. Like, it's just not worth my time. Like, it's not worth the money. Da, da, da. And then the phone rings. Do you do interiors? And I'm like, I tell them my price and they're like, well, when can I schedule an appointment? And I'm like, oh, damn they're, it. Willing, they're willing <laughs> to pay it, though, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. and I'm and I just I hate turning money down, man, as much as like I don't want to do those types of things. It's hard for me because I'm a firm believer in make hay while you can right because right. We, are a, we are in a business and i don't know how it is in your area um but here you know it's it's very kind of roller coastery i mean i don't i don't just stay flat across the board i mean we definitely have our our good times and and you know our, our feast times and our famine times or whatever um so when i'm feasting like i want to make hay as much as i can because i know like right around the corner you know it could it could be famine time or like now you know i've been booked for the past month and a half which is crazy this is usually slower time for us um you know so i'm trying to take every job because in the back of my head i'm like when's it gonna drop off you know mm -hmm. when's it just gonna fall out from underneath me and i'm gonna show up to work one day and be like you know Actually, I wouldn't even show up to work. I'd be sitting at home because I don't go in unless I have an appointment. Yeah, um, same here. Yeah, so no, I, I, I totally get what you're saying there because it took me a long time to start telling people no or at least telling them a stupid high price that then if they're willing to pay for it, then I'm kind of like, shit. <laughs> I guess I got to do it now. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, the drop off, man. It's coming up here. I can see it right now. I'm only like three weeks out right now, which is right. good for a lot of people. But yeah, during during the summer months, the peak months, I'm 12 or more weeks out. And my oh, customers wow. wait nice. for it. They'll wait and they know yeah. that they need to call me months in advance and set up their appointment. Right. It works out really well. I mean, December and January is usually where I'm sitting on the couch playing Xbox and right. wishing so, I could be working or golfing. So when it hits winter time it's pretty much shut down for you or or is it very sporadically or like what what do you do during the winter time uh so it depends because our winters have been weird the past couple of years one winter it was last winter we hardly got any snow and i stayed decently busy and was able to get jobs in you know three or four right. a week um the year before that we had four feet of snow on the ground for 90 days so i didn't work at all nobody was doing anything yeah uh, so it just varies and then my wife's got her own business so she is able to keep us afloat during my slow season and then we swap right well that's that's pretty good if you guys have both have businesses that kind of like yin and yang as far as busy and slow times are that's kind of a kind of a good thing at least
Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a florist, but I become a florist in the winter months when I got to make wreaths <laughs> yeah. and whatnot with her. <laughs> um, so, because I think you might be the first person I've talked to that's kind of northern. Um, maybe B Billy, but Billy doesn't fully detail on a regular. So, so as far as like lead up to the winter months because i know like i always see a lot of people posting on facebook you know like come in and get your uh you know your winterized detail or your put away for the winter detail or something like that is that is that a do you get a lot of that like people know winter's coming they know they're gonna have to put their fun rides away for you know the next three or four or five months or whatever it is and they come in and get you to clean them up and things like that or after winter's over do you kind of get flooded with like hey it's time to break the baby out and start riding around in the sun again. So you get flooded with stuff like that. Yeah, it's usually the after winter. Before winter, it's usually get a coat of wax on everything that people are going to be driving. And then it's after winter when everything's coming out of storage and they want it to look good and they're hitting car shows and road trips right. and whatever they're doing. Um, I mean, this past year, right before COVID hit, I was already booked, I think eight weeks out, something like that, eight or nine. Oh, wow. And then COVID hit, nobody wanted to do anything. And and once I opened up again, I had to get, like, I'm trying to manage it because it's just me and one other guy. Right, that's what I was going to ask you, yeah. So, and, uh, and does he work part-time or full-time with you or? He's a part-timer. Part-timer, okay. uh, he He's a good buddy of mine. We've known each other since we were kids. And he's got a family and his one job doesn't cut it. And I'm fortunate enough that I can help him out and give him a little extra cash, you know? That's cool. Put put some food on his table for him too. And is it like a pretty consistent part-time thing or just kind of like, Hey man, I got some extra work this week kind of thing. So he, he gives me dates that he's open and available. Okay. And then we go through the calendar for the whole year and he's got, he gets a bunch of PTO and he blocks off weeks at certain times of the year. And that's when we schedule heavy. And But for the most part through summer, he's working every weekend. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. That's not bad. So we're seven days a week. Right. Yeah. Um, so outside of detailing, what are some things that you do? I mean, you just said you're kind of like in an area where you could pretty much do it all. So, I mean, do you take advantage of that or are you like me and when you're not working, you just want to lounge on the couch? Yeah. So uh, growing up here and seeing all the sports and what you could do, I don't ski. I don't snowboard. I don't mountain bike. <laughs> I don't windsurf or kiteboard. Uh, I I go golf as much as I can. And right. when I'm not doing that, I'm at home helping the lady and or I'm playing Xbox, getting that call of duty in. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See, and you're probably a little bit a little bit nicer where you're at. I mean, here it's so damn hot, like 15 months out of the year that you know, like when I'm when I'm not working, I don't want to go outside, you know, and the wife's like, oh, let's go on a walk, you know, or let's go to Disney. And I'm like, let's sit on the couch and soak up AC. Um, Lost you again. Did you? That's fine. It, it records me. Um, but you there? Yeah, you there? Hang on. That? No, no, you're good. So, so yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, when it's hot as balls, I don't want to go out and do anything because I'm doing that six days a week. Um, so I just want to sit inside and soak up the AC. <laughs> yeah, we don't, 
we, I mean, we get hot days, but it's not nearly like what you guys get. Um, like we just had August was the hottest part of the year. And I don't think we reached higher than 95. Uh, and, and then, but it, it, it comes and goes as, yeah. as quick as you can imagine. Cause just a couple weeks ago, I was outside working in shorts and a t-shirt and, and then it's 27 degrees the next morning. Right. See, that's the flip side is I would rather it be 105 with the humidity and just dying than to be in 27 degree weather. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes it, it makes it tough. It, it really does. Listen, I've, I've get, always said I'd rather shed clothes than put clothes on, you know, like I don't want to be kind of like, you know, the, um, the one Simpson, the couple Simpsons episodes when they put when they put Maggie and all this stuff and she just looks like a starfish because <laughs> she yeah. can't move or anything. Like I'd rather at least be in like shorts and a t-shirt and super comfortable um than than layered up. Uh it's it's been actually kind of nice the past the past week here. Um it, it, like mid-80s, cool, breezy. It's, it's actually been nice. I'm excited for a little bit of that type of weather. Um, yeah, I, th I think we're mid forties right now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Keep it. That's, that's still too cold for me. In fact, it, um, what was it? I think it was Monday. It was like 60 something in the morning. And I, I had my, my, uh, pain assassins hoodie on for like the first few hours of the day. <laughs> it's just too cold for me. That's, that's the kind of weather I need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are some of your goals for 2021? Uh, so, I, hopefully it's going to happen. I think it is. Um, but get into a bigger shop. Okay. That's, that's the main one. How big is your uh, shop now? 500 square feet. It's nothing huge. Yeah. Um, but I, I, and then the next goal is once I'm in that shop to be able to hire my part-time guy full-time. And because I've got the clientele that we, we can stay busy right? and I, and I can match what he's asking and we can knock it out of the park. That's good. Uh, it's a nice, easy way to grow. Yeah. And then, you know, once we're there, give it a couple more years and probably expand again, hopefully. Right. Right. How big is the shop that you're potentially moving into or looking at? It's going to be 1500 square feet with two lifts. Nice. Yeah. And uh, my my buddy, he's a mechanic. He's gonna have a, another section on that building, so oh, okay. it'll work out. It'll work out pretty well for the both of us. Right, yeah. right. Feed each other work kind of deal. Exactly. Nice man. Um, so what's something that you want to learn, and to to further your your skills? <laughs> uh, so what I want to do, I want to expand and do. PPF, but I don't, I don't think I have the clientele out here for it. Uh, and then the next one, I want to be able to offer rock chip repair because out here in the wintertime, they throw rock down and not salt on the roads when it gets gotcha. slick. Right. So the rock, the rock chips and the glass, it, you're getting a new windshield every, every winter, no matter yeah. what it's, if I, if I could just do windshield replacements, I'd be making a killing. But. Right, right. I mean, even the rock chip repair. I know guys who go around to like these little used car dealerships and, you know, charge 
hundred, two hundred dollars per car, you know, to do, you know, a million rock chips on the front of the car for these used car dealerships, you know, and, and they'll make a killing because they'll do 10 cars a day, you know, even at a hundred bucks or something like that, you know, and they'll yeah. go from used car dealership to used car dealership to used car dealership. Um, that's a good one. That's, that's one I, I kind of thought about, but, um, I don't think I'm there yet to, to make that trigger. I'm still trying the, the PPF thing. And I'll tell you what, that's, that's hard to get started in. And then when you're one person and you're, you know, book three weeks out and you don't have time to practice makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, man. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's tough, man. I mean, uh, I keep telling the wife, like, I'm glad we're busy, but at the same time, like it stinks because I look at that, that cutter every day, just sitting there, you know, not being used and, um, you know, and I, and I don't want to use it until I feel really comfortable with putting film on kind of deal. So I don't, I mean, I don't want to offer it as a service until I feel really comfortable with it. Right. It makes sense. It's a good way to go about it. It's just, trying to get out of your rut of doing the normal everyday thing to thing and, and right. try to get time to be able to learn. It's a tough one. Exactly. But, you know, and the other thing too, is it's so hard when, you know, it'd be a little bit different if I was getting a bunch of bullshit work, I could just, you know, say, well, listen, I'm just going to schedule a day and not do bullshit work. But, you know, I've got, like I said, for the last month and a half now, two months, I'm doing one coding a week plus, my my regular stuff so um it's hard to find that that day to to play around and try some stuff with ppf um so where was i um who in the detailing world are you do you really want to meet and talk to but you haven't yet oh you know I, so I listened to you and Walt the other day uh -huh. and with him being from a dealership detailing background, I would love to sit down and talk with him and elaborate, have him elaborate more on what he went through and like what, because when I worked at the body shop and started doing detailing for them a little bit, like the expectations my boss would come out and I didn't feel comfortable letting certain rigs go, you know, like I want it to be as perfect as possible. Right. Um, so I know that that's probably the same way that a, a dealership detailer boss would look at it. You know, we got to get this out of here, sell them as quick as we can. Yeah. Walt would be one that I, I want to talk to. Walt's a good guy. You should reach out to him. I, I, I will. <laughs> I'll shoot you his contact. Okay, I just don't want to get Photoshop. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> one goes with the other. I think. I mean, he's he's gotten he's gotten pretty doggone good at it. Uh, <laughs> um, it makes my day when I see what he's posted, who he's got over there. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Um, the ones he was doing with Billy lately. Um, was was pretty nuts um let me see i'm trying to go through my questions here i'm really bad about it um so 
this is another question I asked before. Um, I'm finding I'm finding that I got some pretty good questions, so I'm gonna start repurposing them. Um, so, how long do you think you'll detail for? I mean, is this like you're like just gonna do it until I keel over, or do you have kind of what they say is like a put down the buffer date? You know, like I, I'm gonna do it until this time frame, and then either I've got a plan after or whatever happens after kind of deal. I, I honestly love it. So I, my plan is to do it until that day I wake up and I just don't have that passion in my heart for it anymore, which hopefully it's long down the road and I right. get more successful and can have an easy retirement, but I don't know. We'll see. I did that day could be tomorrow, you know, things change, but yeah, that's I, true. I mean, I, I, I'm very passionate about it. I love what I do and I don't see myself wanting to do anything else in the near future. That's good, man. I mean, that's, that's how I feel. And I've, I've been listening. I don't know if you listen to Levi's um, podcast, Master of Shine. Um, I didn't realize he, he kind of had so many issues from detailing over the years with his shoulders and his arms and his hands and everything. And um it really makes me kind of think, you know, cause I'm 47, I'm no spring chicken. Um, and I have been doing this on and off for 25 years, so to speak, um, through the car washes and then now on my own. Um, so, I've, you know, it makes me kind of think, you know, I mean, you know, especially when I broke my wrist, you know, I was like, oh my God, like, how is this gonna affect, you know, me being able to detail? Cause you know, a lot of times when you, break a bone it doesn't you know it's never the same you end up with more pain in it than than you ever had before and especially kind of being an older guy like i am i mean i'm not old but still um some of these spring chickens out there um so i was kind of stressed about that a little bit so far but so far man it's it's been pretty awesome so um i didn't uh i you know it just makes me think every day too you know, just get out of bed and hopefully I can go to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was in an accident a few years ago and broke like half my body and my shoulder Ouch. never healed right. So on long days running the buffer, yeah, my, my whole arm will go numb. Oh, wow. And, I, and it, I, you can't feel the trigger anymore. And it's like, I got to take a break and go out and do some exercises with my shoulder and arm and try and get that feeling back and then try to get back into it. And Is that just holding it or is that from the vibration of the machine i think it's just from holding it because like i'll lay down at night and instantly within 30 seconds my whole arm goes numb oh wow um, yeah I, it, when i was in the accident i didn't really want to have a surgery on my shoulder they told okay. me i didn't need it wasn't necessary they just said that it probably it was like a 50 50 if it was going to heal the way it needed to and, and it just didn't take the way it should have and now i'm living with it and kind of regretting not doing the surgery but right. like i can still get i can still get by with the day-to-day -day. it's just those long days with the buffers when it kills me right and and being so i want to ask you this because because you such for the most part you're by yourself and, and i'm the same way um are you doing big enough jobs that you're not having to rush time that you could be like you know, if I want to 
cut out, I'm cutting out and I'll come back and finish it tomorrow. Things like that or, or. Oh yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. And, and all my customers too, they're, they're flexible. They, they drop it off and they're just call me whenever it's ready. If you need it a week, if you need it two weeks, whatever. Oh, nice. Cause mo most everybody around here has got more than one vehicle. Right. You know, like it, I, I don't have issues with that. So if I am not feeling it that day and I want to cut out and go hit the golf course, I'm going to take off. I might come back later that evening and, and work until midnight or something. Right. But it's just, it's just going to depend, but I've, I've got that flexibility and the time frames that I can make it work out. Right. And that's nice, especially, you know, if you're having issues with your shoulder and you can just go cut out for a while or whatever, and then come back and not have to stress it. That's, that's a good thing. That's, that's what I try to do too. I mean, I try to get to a point to where, you know, I'm not going to be there all days, you know, or all night. Like I see some of these guys and I don't know how they do it, man. I really don't. But like, I just saw, I forget who it was. I saw somebody on Facebook talking about like doing a 22 hour day. Um, yeah. Well, hell, no, even, thank you. even Michael McCarthy, when I talked to, to him, I mean, he's, he's a few years younger than me, but I mean, that kid has so much drive and passion, you know, that he pulls these crazy days to get these cars done um but i i just i mean i don't know how they do it i honestly don't i i, I couldn't i i hit eight hours and i'm i'm done i'm about the same, <laughs> about the same. yeah yeah i mean and, and eight hours is is a long day for me <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to be out at six maybe seven <laughs> Yeah, maybe um, maybe four half day. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and that's that's the one thing, you know, I, I, I kind of talked to some of the guys that I know, um, you know, because everybody wants coding jobs. I mean, it's a it's a great big ticket item, spend a couple days on it, you know, whatever. Um, but I honestly would prefer to do my four to five hour hyper polish. And just do one of those a day for the week because I would make more money than I do with a coding job, but I'm only going to work four or five hours a day versus working, you know, eight hours, you know, three days out of the week doing a coding mm -hmm. job kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I would, I would, I would love to do that. Um, okay. Those are kind of all the big questions that I had um, puts us, getting close to 40 minutes. So I had a little fun last week with Austin um, with the this or that questions. So I'm gonna ask them to you. You just, I don't know if you listen to them or not. I, I haven't caught that one yet. Okay, good. Then it, then it's, then it won't, then you won't be cheating. So, so <laughs> I've got uh, like seven questions. They're this or that. Okay. Don't think about it, just answer it. Okay. All right. Just, this or that, all right? Uh, interiors or exteriors? Exterior. Rupes or flex? Oh, I lost you. Uh, oh, I lost you on that question. There. Can you see? Me? Um, okay, Rupes or flex? Rupes. Cleaning windows or washing and folding towels? Washing and folding towels. <laughs> really, that's what Austin <laughs> said too. I, go yeah, I hate windows. windows. I hate windows are my nemesis. But I hate washing and folding towels even more. Um, sun shots or lighted shop shots? Oh, sun shots. 
Um, uh, man, I asked this one to Austin, but it might not fit for you. Mobile or shop? Shop. Uh, I've done mobile. I, I don't like it. I yeah. do not like it. <laughs> I give, I give huge credit to all the mobile guys because I I do it too, and I and I don't like it. Um, and then the last one, most important one, Team Alex or Team Noxie? I'm gonna go Team Alex. There you go. Good answer. Second, <laughs> <Suck> Noxie. <laughs> all, right. all right, Cody. Well, uh, that's pretty much it, man. Um, last question, the fun one. If anybody wants to reach out to you, where do they get you? Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, OnlyFans, Twitter. Uh, you don't want to see me on OnlyFans, yes. um, but you can find me. Well, you can find the business on both Instagram and Facebook at Gorgeous Auto Detail, and you can find me on Facebook personally, Cody Show. Awesome, man! And you're not trying to. Uh, uh, get at gray's numbers on TikTok. no i i use TikTok mostly just because you can make good videos with music and put them on your social media pages and promote the business that way that's pretty much what i use it for you know i know a lot of people are starting to do and i made a TikTok um just because i saw a lot of guys starting to do it and i i need to play around with that a lot more because i'm seeing so many more people now that are um using it to promote their their detailing business um and it seems to be working for them uh, yeah it, it's perfect for making quick ads or whatnot because you know when you people's time span and and like frame of that you can capture them is only like 15 seconds right so right, why, exactly. why not just utilize it that way make a quick ad post it up and see right. where it goes you know and that's one thing um uh that's one thing I read about those TikToks or I read I read it or saw it actually somebody on TikTok was was saying like that their their TikToks like shorts or little skits or whatever comedy things that they do if they're that 15 seconds or less they get huge views and huge likes mm -hmm. and things like that the minute they try to make like a slightly longer one like the views drop, the likes drop and all that stuff. And, and I think you're right. It's, it's all um, about the attention span. And, and I'll be honest, I mean, my daughter's 11. I mean, I sit there and watch her just scroll, 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 scroll. So I mean, if you're not, <laughs> if you don't catch her attention quick, um, it's not happening. Um, but yeah, that's something I might have to, uh, to check out a little bit more with my TikTok. My, my problem is I just get so focused on the work. I don't want to stop to do any kind of videos or pictures or anything like that until after it's done. Yeah, I, I, half the time I forget to take pictures and then yeah. paint correction of the month comes up and I'm like, shit, what, what do I have in the bank? Let's go through and find something <laughs> real quick. And I, I'm one of those people too that I'm really bad about keeping things on my phone. So like an email pops up, I hate that little notification there. So I'm gonna click it and right. go through it real quick. And same with photos. If I haven't used it in a couple of days, yeah. delete it, move on to the next. Yeah, it's that's kind of tough. That's how I am. Like Jason's always like, dude, just go back to your old stuff. And I'm like, I don't keep old stuff on my phone. So then I'm like back on Instagram and Facebook trying to find old 
50-50s or before and afters or something like that um, for me to enter. Um, and it just doesn't work. Most of the stuff I get is too new and too nice anyways to, to have that super drastic comparison shop. I just lucked out the one time that I won paint correction of the month and, and told I told Jason, I said, I want it. I'm done. I don't want to enter anymore. I'm not going to be agreed or hog. I mean, if I get something really badass, I will, but maybe other than that, I'm kind of done. Um, all right, buddy. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I got to go eat some dinner. It's dinner time here. Uh, but I appreciate you jumping on, man, and, and you know, doing this. Um, it was fun. Get to know you a little bit more. I know we've, we've chatted um, here and there. But this was this was good, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I had a good time. Thanks for having me on. Awesome, buddy. All right, man. Well, you have a great night. All right, you too. We'll keep in All touch. Right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right, everybody. That was the Oregon Trail episode with Cody Schof. I want to give him a uh, big thank you um, for jumping on with us this week. And also a big thank you for you guys for your continued support and listening to us week after week. Uh, please... Uh, wherever you're listening to us from, whatever platform it may be, if it's the Anchor app, if it's Spotify, if it's Apple, um, wherever, please give us a like, subscribe to us, uh, drop us a comment. Um, you can go on anchor.fm and actually leave questions for us or leave suggestions for us. Uh, anything would be a help just gets us up there and out there for more people to find us. So again, I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode. So have a great week. Thank you.